the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hump day. Glad to have you guys here with me tonight. I was just sitting here jamming in my chair. (laughs) Enjoying the musical sounds of whatever that song is. Hey, would love for you guys to be a part of the show. 888-344-1170. Lately, I've been throwing out some trivia questions, but we got to get serious, y'all, because we're looking at these midterms coming up, and there's so many people that are just taking it for granted that we're going to sweep the house and that it's just going to be a lay down for us. And I'm saying not so fast, people, not so fast. Um, And I was asked recently to speak at a Republican group, which I'm going to be on Monday. And so one of my questions I've been throwing out to you guys every night has been, because uh, I was asked when I, as the speaker to come prepared to talk about strategy for winning in 2022. So that continues to be a question for you guys. If you want to be a part of the show, I would love to hear from you. Again, the number is 888-344-1170. You can also email me, com. You can email me there. You can also, um, we are streaming live right now on the Answer Facebook page. So you can make those comments there. So we'd just love to hear from you guys because really, if somebody's going to be crafting a strategy, they need to be paying attention to what the voters are saying they're wanting. And I don't think, I agree with with uh, 45, Trump today and his comments on Mitch McConnell. We'll get into that in, in a moment because uh, it's kind of a war going on, not between Trump and Ron DeSantis, but between Trump going after the leaders. Trump is still the de facto leader of the Republican Party. And he still has the majority of support of the base. And he's got, he, and he's made a statement today that I will read to you guys in a moment about Mitch McConnell. So my question for you guys tonight, though, is what do you think the strategy should be? What should the focus be? We know that the Democrats right now are trying to scramble. We've got governors across the country that are, are pretending that they're lifting mandates. Are they really? Are they not? We've got to talk about that tonight. In the meantime, did you guys know? That we are about to enter in here soon a three-way nuclear race. Before it was always the United States and Russia, right? Well, we've got well, well, everybody's while well, the the Democrats here have been trying to force your kids who don't get it or don't give COVID the you know trying to force them to wear a mask. In, in the meantime, we've got some serious military, foreign policy, national security issues that we've got to talk about tonight, those topics and more. Before I go any further, though, i got to bring in the man, the myth, who's looking pretty good because he got a few hairs cut today. It's DJ Potato Skins. And I'd like to say now that I'm getting paid exactly the same as DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did last year. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, Ricky, love you. 
Yeah, it's scary out there what's talking about with the foreign policy. I was reading that today uh, and, you know, never thought we would be at this point, but here we are. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. I think we've got to open with what is what is at least in the part of the legacy media and even some, quote, conservative media outlets just twisting themselves into a pretzel to go, hey, look what's going on here. These Democrat governors are easing up on the restrictions. And the yeah, we've got a win here and I'm going way not so fast. Like I said on Newsmax this morning, I said, let's be clear. There's a lot of miscommunication going on here. Y'all making people think that we've got governors across the board that have made it effective immediately to lift mandates. There's not been one governor who's lifted mandates in this, and we're just discussing masks because part of the pro- part of the problem that we have is the Democrats have allowed it to become acceptable. Have people think that it's a win to, to just have a mask forced on your face as long as you don't have to, t- to take the jab, right? Um, so uh, we've got, uh, you know, so anyway, so I said, uh, I'm not aware of one Democrat governor that has made it effective immediately to lift mask mandates on anybody. The dates are arbitrary down the road, and almost all of them still have masks. Ma- and I touched on this last night, still have mask mandates on children. And Newsom didn't really lift it for lift it almost at all. Well, no, what what he did was he's one of many states that made it arbitrary down the road. I'm going to lift the mandates for certain segments of the population. There's a reason why they're waiting, because they're hoping there's going to be a reason to not have to pull the mask mandate. It's about appeasement. It's about shutting you up. It's about getting the mouthpieces in the media to do like they did today. Even conservatives saying, look, gee, what does it mean that the Democrats are lifting restrictions? They're not lifting restrictions. And you're hurting us by putting out that falsehood. First of all. They're there. As I said, they've picked a date down the road. Second of all, it's still involving children. There's not one governor who's lifted it for children. And in fact, almost all the Democrat governors who've said, including here in California, they've said that they're lifting it for adults here in California. They're going to lift it for adults who've gotten the jab, even though in December, when he instituted the statewide policy, it included people who've gotten the jab as well as unjabbed because everybody's acknowledging now that getting these shots doesn't stop you from getting it or giving it. Uh, The question was, what was Hochul going to do in New York? She came out today and said, you know, she's going to continue to keep children masks. Children are the pawns here. That's why schools were shut down in the first place. Not because children get it or give it, but because it was a way to shut down businesses because if everybody was on a lockdown and schools were shut down, some some parent had to give up their job to stay at home with their kid because nobody was allowed to come in and babysit your kid. So it was an effective way to gain control over business, over enterprise, over people and their jobs, right? That The masks were the beginnings of the tyranny. They were the tool that was used to divide they were the tool that was used to create the mass formation psychosis, and it will be the last remaining tool of tyranny until we remove it. Reportedly, Governor Newsom is uh, considering getting rid of the he's looking at the school mask mandates and the folks from Let Them Breathe have tweeted out today that they want everybody to call his office because one of the things we've been talking about here on the Andrea K show is we've been talking about the fact that we it's not enough for us to sit and complain anymore. We've got to get active. The Let Them Breathe are asking everyone to call Newsom's office at 916-445-2841 and tell them to lift the mandate. And then I would suggest in the meantime that every parent out there take a page out of these truckers playbook or a page out of these students playbook there's a viral and 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 actually take some action on your own 
Why would you send your kid to school in a mask? If all the parents at a school district came together and, and sent their kids to school without a mask, what would happen? Would they suspend them all? Then they, then they don't get any money for that day, right? We had a group of high school students that I think were a part of a Turning Point USA chapter. The, vi- the video went viral of them as they were segregated, put in a room somewhere. Their phones were confiscated, and they weren't allowed to have the parents deliver them any food. This is what these kids reported. Those kids have more courage than most of the parents today. We will, Scott Atlas said it over a year ago, the guy that Trump hired. He said that we will get our freedoms back when we demand it, when we stop capitulating and stop complying. Um, Walensky said today, I'm not going to play the clip, but I'm going to reference what Walensky from the CDC had to say in response to all these supposed governors lifting all these mandates. We've always said that these decisions are going to have to be made at the local level. Really? Is that why you implemented some national mandate on, on workers through OSHA? Come on now. No, they would do. They would happily. They can't even be honest about it. Well, no, and we still have, and we still have a national. They've used all their agencies. We've still got on, on planes. You have to wear a mask on on uh, federal workers. Still, uh, you know, it, the Supreme Court allowed federal workers as, as healthcare to still be forced to have the jab. Federal contractors are still forced to have the jab. If you're on any transportation that involves, you know, the the federal government, you're you're still forced to uh, get the jab. If, if you want to work there. So we know the Biden administration was all in for national mandates as much as they could. Then their game plan was to use um, at the federal level as well as the state and local level to use businesses to be their enforcement arm. So uh, last night's show, we talked with Brian Maloney about shifting gears here. We talked to Brian Maloney about the report from Congressman Nels out of Texas, who had said that who reported that his office had been broken into over Thanksgiving Confidential work product had been photographed. Then the Capitol Police came back masquerading as construction workers to illegally investigate, illegally interrogate his staff. The Capitol Police have come out and said that that's not true, denying it. Of course, you know, what are they going to say? Yeah, we did it. We're worse than the Watergate dudes. Then we find out today at around that same time, Louis Gohmert is reporting that uh, the Department of Justice opened up mail from his constituents. And not only was Congressman Nels correct and that uh, what was done there was a violation of his uh, Fourth Amendment rights, as well as protections under the Constitution for his rights as a congressman to have privacy. Same thing applies to Lua Gohmert. What is Mitch McConnell doing as this is happening? And they're doing this because these are people that have been vocal against this January 6th commission that is nothing but another coup attempt, another way to try to uh, disparage, demean and criminalize anything related to Trump and MAGA. No, Mitch McConnell's coming out and complaining, and we referenced this last night, uh, complaining of how the RNC had censored Liz Cheney. I've even heard some conservatives today. Normally, I don't do the same topic two nights in a row, but I was disturbed to hear some more, quote, conservatives today referencing Ronald Reagan, saying, what's the, you know, 11th commandment? Don't, you know, fire at other Republicans. I need to stop hearing that. I don't want to ever hear that again. When Ronald Reagan said that, it was what, 1984? It's a much different time. 1981. This is not what the, the time that we're living in today. I don't want to hear that anymore. Liz Cheney is her own constituency, her own state, her own state party says she's not a Republican. This is a woman who is, who is capitulating, who is enabling and encouraging a cover-up 
of what went down on January 6th and is using an abuse of power, using Congress in a manner for which the committee is not supposed to be used to target American citizens, to criminalize them and persecute them or prosecute them for their politics. That is not acceptable in this country, and it shouldn't be just because she's got an R after her name. So Mitch McConnell comes out today, doesn't say anything about Nels and what's happened to him, doesn't say anything about Louis Gomer. No, he comes out and shows concern for Liz Cheney and her feelings, right? Well, how typical of Mitch McConnell that he doesn't care, does not care. He did not care for four years how the FBI and the DOJ targeted Michael Flynn, George Papadopoulos, Roger Stone, Carter Page, or anybody else. The Republican Party leadership does not care. Here was Trump's comments today about Mitch McConnell. He said, um, Mitch McConnell does not speak for the Republican Party. He does not represent the views of the vast majority of its voters. Absolutely right on, Don. Quote, he did nothing to fight for his constituents and stop the most fraudulent election in American history. Right on again, Don. And he does nothing to stop the lawless Biden administration, the invasion of our borders, rising inflation, unconstitutional mandates, the persecution of political opponents, fact-finding on the incompetent Afghanistan withdrawal, the giving away of our energy independence, which is all because of the fraudulent election. Instead, he bails out the radical left and the rhinos. Right on. Applaud, cue the applause sound. If Mitch would have fought for the election like the Democrats would have if he was in the, if in the same position, we would not be discussing any of the above today. And our country would be strong and proud instead of weak and embarrassed. He went on to say. Um, Mitch McConnell went on to say Trump. That was the end of Trump's statement. Mitch McConnell went on to say um, that this is the go talking about that. And I'm hearing this from other Republicans that we cannot go back. I even heard this from Kevin McCullough, radio guy who I respect so much. does great work, did great work on, on Salem coming out and say, we can't look back to 2020 election. We've got to look forward if we're going to win in 2022. Let me tell you something. Nothing matters if elections don't matter. What are you talking about winning in 2022? Not to mention the fact that if you're going to lie and gaslight the American voters, the Trump voters, of over which 70% say that the election was rigged, you're going to tell them to ignore that and yet expect them to show up in the polls? Did you not learn anything from January in, in uh, 2021 in which Georgian voters were expected to turn out in droves for a couple of worthless rhinos to vote in the same system that was fraudulent in November of 2020? Now, my family went out and voted, but they, went, but they actually went to the polls telling me that they didn't expect it to matter. Why would it matter? Why would their vote matter? You cannot continue to ignore your constituents and the most important issue that is on their minds, and that is election fraud, tyranny, the tyranny through the theft of the United States of America, what sets us apart from the rest of the country. Our, we are a representative government and our vote's supposed to matter, and you're going to allow that to be trampled and tell us and uh, t- that we're supposed to ignore it? Let me tell you, the Democrats aren't ignoring it, including Liz Cheney and Adam Kissinger. In fact, that's what this January 6th commission is all about. It's about covering up the fraud. It's about declaring that anybody who questions the outcome of an election as to being an insurrectionist and a domestic terrorist, and we're supposed to overlook this? There's people been denied bail, thrown in solitary confinement simply because they question the outcome of an election. No, we cannot ignore this. And if you want Republicans to come out and vote in 2022, you better start talking about it. 
And you better not have any crap weasels like Susan Collins joining in with Joe Manchin and centralizing the very mechanisms of fraud that were the problem in 2020. I'm so tired of these Republicans telling us one. Oh, well, just give us power. Just give us power. And then we'll do what? You had the House of Representatives, you had the Senate, and you had the White House. And it was only by Trump's force of will and nature and by hook and crook that he got anything done at all with the economy. And you didn't seal the border. You didn't protect our elections. You didn't make sure the Planned Parenthood didn't get funded. You let Fauci take control over our nation. You let election fraud look cost you the House in 2018. And here we are in February, and they better start cooking it like today. That's right. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to go down to the to Florida, where they're accusing Ron DeSantis of saying "Don't say gay" when he didn't say nothing about saying anything about being gay. Confused? We'll clear it up for you if you just come on back. Get more from the Andrea K Show at ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on the Answer San Diego. <laughs> You're gonna have to see if we can find some sound, some sound for this. I was just uh, on Insta looking at food when pops up uh, a, a Breitbart headline that says, "Quote: Let him answer. He's not good at it." Uh, the uh, heckling silences Justin Trudeau in uh, Canadian Parliament. That's so funny that somebody was saying. <laughs> Tell the heckler, (laughs) pipe down, let him talk because he ain't good at it. Um, Well, you know, some people are masters at gaslighting and others are not so good at it, right? Jen Psaki's a master of gaslighting. She's really good. It doesn't necessarily mean that people believe her, but at least she's able to deliver it with a straight face, right? You know, some people are really good at the gaslighting. Oh, she doesn't miss a beat. She doesn't miss a beat. In fact, don't you have like a a sound of of Jen Psaki talking about the Canadian uh, truckers? You almost want to believe her. Here it is. Listen to this. Well, let me first start by saying I know there's been some suggestion, not by reporters necessarily at all, but that uh, this congestion is related to the vaccine requirements. It's not. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm going to get to the protests, but the protests uh, going on across Canada, which uh, have spread to a bridge, are leading to sporadic congestion and blockages. I would just to go back to my point I was trying to make is that um, across what we've seen with these requirements is across industry, a range of industries, vaccine vaccination requirements have been implemented with no disruptions have helped increase vaccinations. These requirements help protect more people from COVID. And there's been zero indication across these industries that they would lead to disruptions, including on this policy. Um, we, of course, support, as you know, the, the right to freedom of speech and protest. Um, but we and while we do see some of these congestion due to protests, it's just clear that these disruptions have broadened in scope beyond the vaccine <laughs> requirement implementation. It, it, she it, sounds smart. Doesn't she? Well, she's she's very fluid. She's very smooth. Right. Um, You know, it's just but it's it's ridiculous. It's just some traffic congestion. You know, I think maybe 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 a truck, you know, spilled, uh, you know, a load of oranges on the freeway. (laughs) Right. Or some more monkeys that were whatever happened to the monkey story. Right. I'm still waiting for that to pop back up. I know. Right. (laughs) Some blockages. (laughs) <laughs> it's called the blockage. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah. Um, like there's, you know, it's like, oh, somebody just needs to pop an X lax and it'll, it'll clear right up. Right. 
Just it's called fifty thousand truckers who have parked their rigs and, and are saying, not moving and are not moving. Now, what's moved so far is uh, Alberta has said that they're lifting the mandates. Although, although I didn't, I didn't get cl- a clarity whether or not it include the masks because, and this is this is an issue that I've got. I know with Saskatchewan. Uh, the, he, uh, sounded really great. We can't judge anybody. We gotta let people make their choices. You know, it's up to you whether or not you wanna, you know, do this or not. So I'm gonna lift any shot mandates. Um, but everybody's still gotta wear a mask. Not good enough. Not good enough. There is no part of my body that you own. And I should not have to wear a mask. Right? No. Um, particularly since we know that they don't work. So we had to have a laugh tonight. On that, um, I've got to do some research on this for you guys. Um, one of the one of the story that's making the rounds, and you know that you know I've had different doctors on, uh, and, and you know I, I've, I've everybody's got a lot of opinions. I've tried to bring you guys facts, so I'm seeing reports going around that they're encouraging and, and doctors and scientists are encouraging people who've gotten the shots to also go get tested for HIV. At the same time. Now, one of the things that I had heard is that part of these shots did include uh, HIV because they've been trying to come up with a vaccination for the human. HIV is a virus, right? And there there have been many people that have said that that was a part of what they were trying to accomplish with these shots was to try to vaccinate against HIV. And uh, which is really, you know, AIDS, acquired immune deficiency syndrome. So I'm going to do some research on that before before I know that that's something a lot of people are paying attention to. But before I get into that, you know, I really want to make sure I'm up to speed on it. Uh, Speaking of people who should maybe get up to speed, uh, uh, Governor DeSantis was asked whether or not he's going to support a bill. Um, he was asked by reporters in Miami yesterday if he was uh, or Monday if he was going to report uh, support a bill that's being referred to by the left as the "Don't Say Gay" bill, and it's the Parental Rights in Education bill. He was asked about it, and he said that it's entirely inappropriate for teachers. Um, to be having conversations with students about gender identity, citing instances of them telling children, hey, don't worry, don't, don't pick your gender yet. And, uh, he referenced, uh, hi, uh, schools hiding classroom lessons from parents. He said schools need to be teaching kids to read, to write. They need to teach them science, history. We need more civics and understanding of the U.S. Constitution, what makes our country unique, all those basic stuff. He went on to say the larger issue with all this is parents must have a seat at the table when it comes to what's going on in our schools schools. He did not commit to signing the bill into law. Well, of course, the White House just went all hysterical on it uh, yesterday coming out and saying conservative politicians in Florida advanced legislation designed to attack, quote, attack LBGTQI plus kids. The I now is Biden administration's uh, uh, I stands for intersex. Um <sighs> The term, what what the bill actually says, I'm going to read one quote from it. The bill actually says, a school district may not encourage classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in primary grade levels or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally, developmentally appropriate for students. Um, the term primary grade levels was vague enough to where when they asked the author of it, Joe Harding, about it, um, he was also vague. What does it mean, primary grades? Well, he went on to say children ages 6, 7, 8 to 11-year-olds were what he viewed as primary grade levels if the bill passed. 
Um, but the Florida Department of Education says it considers grades uh, K through 12 as primary grade levels. Others have said um, since it's not really defined in Florida statutes, they'll need to add an amendment to this. Um, I think that this is absolutely, uh, in fact, when I first started delving into this, it, it seemed as though this bill was only going to address it for first through third grades. That's not enough. This needs to be K through 12. Because what's going on, there should, not, and there, there, why would you even need a junior in high school to be having a conversation with a teacher about their sexual identity and who they want to have sex with? It's absolutely inappropriate. If you were to send your kid, whatever grade, over to somebody else's house and the parents started having conversations with your, your son or daughter about their sexual proclivities, you'd probably want to call the police, right? Because it's inappropriate. So I don't even like the language in this bill. I'm not one that, that thinks that this is, this is strong enough. Because it, it, in, in my research into this, it actually goes on to say that who decides what, what's age appropriate is the school boards. These are conversations that should be had by the parents. We had homosexuality and sex change when I was in high school. We didn't need to talk about it, right? We didn't need to talk about it in high school. There was no need for any teacher to talk to me about whether or not I liked girls or whether or not I liked both or whether or not I wanted to be like when I was really young, there was this tennis player. You you may or may not even heard about Renee Richards, the tennis player, right? I mean, we've all known about sex changes. It's been going on for decades now, right? I didn't need to learn about that when I was in high school. There's no need for this whatsoever. So if, and so if, if Florida really wants me to congratulate them on this, they'll tighten it up. And they'll 86 this and take it entirely out of the schools 100%. Anything you want to add, Skins, for uh, take a break? Actually, there's something I want to add. You were asking about Alberta and like oh, what yeah. was actually going away. With their, the only thing going away is the vaccine passport on February 9th. And maybe additional things will go away March 1st. And the Alberta premier also came out and said that the government's not going to enforce these, you know, these passports, but they are leaving it up to businesses to do so if they want. Right. So this is, this is why I said that the truckers, as much as I appreciate them, I think they're doing a phenomenal job and it shows the power of getting together and, and, you know, by the way, where's the left, you know, uh, Hey, workers unite, right? Um, I, it needs to be no mandates whatsoever over any aspect of our lives. It's enough is enough, even if you believed it initially. I mean, Fauci admitted in March of 2020, he said masks didn't work. And then when he came out to try to push the mask, he said, well, wait a second. Didn't you just tell us in February, March, masks don't work? Well, I lied to you, right? I mean, even if you believed initially, there's too many studies. Like six months ago, I referenced 39 studies that have been done, peer-reviewed studies going back a lo- over a decade that masks do not work. They're causing more psychological issues, particularly in children, physical issues, speech impediment issues, maskne, dermatological issues, psychological issues. We need to have no ma- no mandates of any kind. We don't. We've never had it for the flu. We've never had it for tuberculosis. We don't have it for you. Go into restaurants with no idea whether or not somebody's washing their hands or going to give you Hep C. You have no idea. There's no, there's no excuse for this. And, and, it, and if we allow this to continue, what's going to end up happening is they're going to be thinking, where, where else can we use this? Right? If they, and if they keep the masks, then they've still got the foot on our neck. And then they can, then remember when Gavin Newsom said, 
he he said that he views it like a dimmer switch to where he can he can move the state up and down as much as he wants. And that's exactly what he did after he did mass mandates the first time December. You know what? I'm going to bring back those mandates. This is the, the this is what's going on in pockets all across our country whether it's at the city level, state level, and even at the national level, they've got us on a dimmer switch. And that's why I said, look, I'm old enough to remember 14 days to flatten the curve. All these governors, Canada, where they get, you know, we're going to, we're going to give this up down the road. They're waiting for an excuse to say, you know what, look at this, you know, now atop a drudge that used to be conservative. Omicron deaths higher now than what they were at the peak. Mark my word, skins. Somebody's going to be pulling back. On any of these announcements today, one of these states or more that's announced that they're going to release some of these mandates in some fashion down the road is going to change their mind. I wish you hadn't said that because you're usually always right. I know. And I'm going to continue to be right after we come back from a break. <laughs> Get more from the Andrea K show at ourfreenation.org. Just search Andrea K spelled K-A-Y-E. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show 888-344-1170. Uh, news came out yesterday. This is according to marketwatch.com. The number of small businesses that raised prices on customers in January rose to a 48 year high reflecting higher cost of labor and materials amid the biggest surge in U.S. inflation inflation since the early 80s. This is according to the National Federation of Independent Businesses, said a net said that a net of 61% of small businesses increased pricing at the beginning of the year. That's the highest percentage since 1974. The Small Business Optimism Index slipped 1.8 percentage points. Uh, an 11 month low. And I quote, more small business owners started the new year raising prices in an attempt to pass on higher inventory supplies and labor cost. In addition to inflation issues, owners are also raising compensation at record high rates to attract qualified employees to their open positions. Um, this is not a good, good way, uh, for, you know, um, for us to continue. Joining me now to discuss this is um, the financial thought doctor himself, none other than Dave Elhoff. Thank you for being here, Dave. Hey, it's great to be here. Well, it's not uh, it's not uh, going to get any better anytime soon, right? I mean, we had one of the first things Biden did when he got into office was uh, remove our energy independence, shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Uh, there's just so many things that he did that, that resulted in, uh, the rising prices and the inflation, uh, continuing to pay people to stay at home, which is why they're having to, to pay higher income to, as reported here, to attract workers, the supply chain issues, this, this, and, and so many Americans just don't understand basic economics, Dave Elhoff, that it always ends up having to be paid for out of their own pockets. Exactly right. And, you know, the Democratic Party for years is trying to enslave the people that are on the bottom edge, promising to give them the money and to keep them from going out and getting a job. And it's never been so clear the difference between a Democratic president and a Republican president. And it's never been so clear that is different between a politician president and a non-politician president. 
Right. Absolutely. We had, there should be nobody who, who should be scratching their head going, gee, I don't understand what's going on when we had four years under president Trump record economic boom, lowest unemployment for every minority group out there and rate uh, jobs exploding. Um, Not only record jobs, but also the fact that businesses and manufacturers were investing in R and D they were expanding. So they were, promoting, right? We had entrepreneurship. Uh, under under Obama and Biden, we had uh, fewer for the first time in decades. We had fewer, we had more businesses closing down than we had starting up. That was reversed under Trump. We didn't have $5 a gallon of gas. We didn't have $5 a loaf of bread. I saw a report a couple nights ago here in San Diego of seniors trying to talk about the different ways in which they're having to try to survive um, from cutting their cable bill, trying to see how they can lower their phone usage. Um, how can they, you know, how can they reduce their food, you know, and their gas? And that's even tough when you've got empty shelves, right? And they're telling at the same time, these people are trying to figure out how to survive on a fixed income or low income. They're being told, you know what, things are going to get worse. So buy up in bulk as much as you can. Well, these people can't afford to do that. Exactly. And the people that are on the bottom are the ones that are affected most by it because we have taxes, inflation, regulations, depreciation, fees that are eating away at your wealth, folks. And you're still parking money somewhere. You got to know that those things are eating away at your wealth. It's a financial cancer. Everyone experiences it. Everyone, AK, because taxes, inflation, regulations, depreciation, and fees affect your lifestyle, folks. And every time the government comes in and says, I'm going to help you, that just means they got to find the money to help you. And where does that come from? It comes from taxpayers. Right. And And we have $30 trillion in debt now. And right now, the way it's currently going, AK, is that we need to increase taxes or cut spending by 60%. Now, which one do you think is going to happen? The government is running rampant. Well, at least in California, excuse me for interrupting, the good news was is they did shoot down. The Democrats did not pass, and they could have. The single payer health care system, they knew that, it, that that was just not going to fly because they were going to have to get a couple hundred million dollars from the federal government. And I think they're looking at that, that not being a possibility. In the meantime, um, we've got so many Americans don't understand the basics of, of economics. They don't understand the markets, but they do know when they've got a bunch of career politicians getting rich off of their positions in D.C. Finally, Nancy Pelosi, she was fighting a ban on individual stock trades for Congress people. Finally, she said, you know, she'll go along with it. It should include spouses. There should be nobody, nobody able to enrich themselves and get and get completely rich off the taxpayers and insider trading and being able to take money from lobbyists and then push through legislation that benefits uh, uh, certain corporations. And then because they've got they know what's happening with these different industries, then make money uh, uh, on uh, the stock trades. It's just so the very people that are hurting the average American with the taxation and regulation are continuing to sit back there in D.C. and get as fat and wealthy as they can off of off of the system. And it's just despicable. 
I tell you what, you're absolutely correct because they play under different rules yeah. than we do. Yeah, and the average American doesn't have have the money like Nancy Pelosi's husband to go and and you know take that insider information and and buy up Disney and Google and Tesla and all this crap that he did in December. Well, look, and uh, if you look at Joe Biden, and you look at any of those congressmen and senators, what was their net worth back in 2017? Joe had a net worth of $2.5 million. Since then, according to Forbes, Biden now has an estimated net worth of $8 million. <laughs> How did that happen? Well, he's the big guy. He's the big guy as referenced on Hunter Biden's laptop, right? And now with this $30 million crack pipe uh, expenditure, they're going to be handing out crack pipes. That's probably, that's probably, that's probably the crack pipes are probably a deal that Hunter Biden struck up and Biden's probably going to make money off of the, off of the Chinese made crack pipes. Well, and listen to this. Biden and his wife, Jill, earned $17.3 million during the four years Biden spent out of office. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, Meanwhile, million went to taxes, 1.3 million went to donations, 180,000 went to Biden's staff, and 80,000 went towards interest on mortgages for the couple's properties. 80,000 for mortgages. What kind of home do you think they're living in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. We and 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 Obama, did he did he sell enough books to be buying uh, the the estate that he's got over in Hawaii? Because that ain't cheap. While he's standing around, the construction workers are all in masks, and he's not. Meanwhile, here in San Diego, there's a report tonight that a lot of Californians are having to move down to TJ because they can't afford to live here anymore. Think about that. We we've got we've got illegals flooding across the border. To, li- to live off of the American citizens that because they're so bled dry tax-wise are now having to move to TJ. Exactly. And I tell you what, they, there's a lot of people down there that are expatriates that are living there, and they're having a good time. And it is a lot cheaper down there. And, yeah, there's some issues. We were there in August. We met a few of these people, and it's interesting it looks pretty attractive. You can go and find something on the beach that is probably worth, you know, you can buy right on the beach for $500,000. Hmm. And one of the complexes there, the guy that owns the Walmart of Mexico built a place there just to service the expatriates there. So it's wow. like... It isn't much different than living down the street from us. And I, I tell you, it's unfortunate it has to be that way. Yeah, well, a lot of the, the the Americans that are moving, according to this report tonight, are not buying 500 grand spot on the beach. They're just renting apartments because $2,500 for a one-bedroom here. They can't afford to live here, let alone raise a family. But not everybody can leave. And so um, let's take a break. When we come back... El Hoff is going to tell you about the movie you can see and maybe give you a tip or two on what you can do. If you can't leave California, you got to make your money work, right? you got to make it work for you somehow. So maybe El Hoff has an idea for you, so don't go away. The Andrea K. Show, strictly adhering to and preserving our First Amendment. Follow Andrea on OurFreeNation.org. Just search Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. 
Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing my discussion with Dave Elhoff, talking about all things finances, like the fact in San Diego County, a lot of Californians are having to move down to TJ. Think about that for a second. I actually did shot a movie uh, years ago to where I played the mom of an American family that um, it was, I can't remember, the, the, the Tortillas Flattened, I think was the name of it. And it was and it was based upon this idea that at some point, Americans were going to have to move south of the border to flee California because of how the Democrats were going to destroy it. And that's exactly where we're at. But not everybody can get out. So people are trying to figure out what to do with their money. Tell everybody how they can see the movie the, uh, about the baby boomer dilemma, which will help them to figure out what to do with their money if they're, you know, in middle aged, you know, uh, and older. Yeah. Well, it's not out on Netflix, it, but when it is, it's going to cost you twenty nine ninety five. So the best way is to contact me, 619-548-0965, and I'll send you a Blu-ray CD of the movie. you got to see it. Send me your address, 619-548-0965, and I'll send you a Blu-ray CD disc on it so you can watch the movie. But, Andrea, what people need to think about, they need to think about People that are in control, the institutions, the government, they have devised a system where they're separating your money from you Mm -hmm. and giving them the money. And that is, how do they do that? They encourage you to send money on a consistent basis through insurance premiums, through 401ks, through taxes that you give it out every month. And once they get it, they want to hold on to it as long as possible. And when it's time for you to get it back, they dribble it out if you get it back at all. So you need to take and reverse this trend on people and use the velocity of money to your advantage. Now, what is the velocity of money? A bank, you go and put money in a bank. It sits in there. What do they do? They take that money. They lend it to someone. We're we're almost out of time, Elhoff. Sorry about that, honey. Tell everybody the phone number where they can get in contact with you. Yes, 619-548-0965. Have a great week, AK. Thank you, buddy. And y'all have a great night, and we'll see you tomorrow. And guess who's on tomorrow night? Diamond and Silk. See you tomorrow. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.